Vampires Haunted Houses Brains Floating Bloated Corpses We are The Broads in the Belfry Cartman, two Cartmans in stereo singing Come Sail Away With Me. I couldn't breathe. I was legitimately in pain. I was laughing so hard. I thought it would never end. The song just keeps going and going. And at some point I thought I would stop laughing. But I didn't. It just kept reaching new heights. And then I ran over and poked you in the head while you couldn't breathe. It just kept poking your face. Yep, yep. It didn't help. No. (laughs) I remained, I'm still dead. I'm yes. I'm recording this from beyond the grave. Hello, everybody. We are the Broads in the Belfry. Yeah. And today we are going to um, continue our discussion of book three of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. And and as a special special spooky treat, um, <gasps> we've got some some juicy convention spooky stories. Yes, um, yes. I just came back from Sinister Creature Con in Sacramento. Uh, it was last weekend. I'm still recovering, but, well, I don't want to say too much. Oh my god, yeah. I, I have um, insisted that she save her stories for this podcast. I've been saying, Spooky Mel, don't tell me about that. <laughs> save, <laughs> save, all of the good, save all of the good spooky story juice for when we're recording. So the time, juice. the time is now. We're going to spill that spooky so juice. so juicy. We're going to spill the juice. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> stop making wet noises and start telling us about some cool they're shit not... that you saw at Sinister Creature. Okay, first of all, they're not wet noises, Betsy. They're moist noises. Ew. Moist noises. Stop. Stories! Okay. Less noise, more story. So, so tell. Okay, okay, so I had a booth at Sinister Creature Con. Um, many of you people that have been listening since the beginning probably know that I do... A lot of art, and uh, I sell it at conventions during the summer. And the name of the company is? And it is called Board Spooky. Yeah. It's a combination of both mine and Board Lizzie's uh, handles. <laughs> it is. It truly is. <laughs> so, let me just say, first of all, Sinister Creature Con is one of my favorite cons to work. It's a very small convention, but actually, it's expanding rather quickly um i don't know if they're going to be able to do it at the scottish rights center um in sacramento anymore because it's gotten so popular yeah it's kind of a small venue yeah it's really crowded um but it's always a lot of fun a lot of the other artists there are people that i do artist alleys with at other conventions or you know so we all know each other um, it's the best place to be if you're a horror fan, really. The atmosphere is so good. The art is so good. Like, go if you get a chance. Just yeah, go. definitely. <laughs> like, and, and they've got, they had such a crazy lineup. Like, Doug Bradley, mm. Kane Hodder. Um, I hate that I keep forgetting her name, but the actor that played Kirsty Cotton oh, in Hellraiser. right. I don't remember her name either. Yeah, it's not oh, coming to me right now. I feel like a douchebag now. <laughs> I do, too, because I love her. Yeah, and it's she's like, so good. I didn't get a chance to talk to her, but if I had, I wanted, I wanted to tell her about that monologue I did as Kirstie Cotton oh, in college when I had to take yeah. an acting class. <laughs> but That's such a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. Yeah, it's going to be good. 
Okay, sinister. So sinister creature con stories. Um, Can't wait. Well, now you're making me self-conscious, and Just I don't want to say anything. Tell me a story, Auntie Mel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I guess I'll start when I got there. I got there around eight in the morning on Saturday to set up the dealer's room. Opened at eleven. So I had I had some time. Actually, I think I got there around yeah I got there around nine because I was like tired as fuck and like <laughs> I got there a little later than I meant to. And so I'm setting up. Everyone around me setting up, and we're getting ready. Hopefully, hoping for sales, all that good jazz. And I decided to go to the bathroom before the doors open. It's about ten thirty or so. And I walk by, and I see Doug Bradley is setting up his table with Aww. his really, really adorable um, wife. Oh, my goodness. She's so cute. And she's, like, they're just adorable together. I love it. So I'm going to the bathroom, and I remembered that I had made some Cardinal Copia bookmarks for um, that I was selling at the table. Uh, Cardinal Copia is the current lead singer of Ghost. For those not in the know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and who is a ghost fan? Who is a ghost fan? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> you got me off track. Anyway. <laughs> um, yes, yes. And um, for those of you that don't know, Doug Bradley is a huge ghost fan. There's, like, lots of pictures of him backstage with his wife. You know, they, they got VIP passes. It's so cute. He loves, <sighs> loves, loves ghosts. So I'm like, okay, well, cool. I'll I'll go give him. I'll go give back to my table and give him a bookmark. So I get the bookmark, and at this point, there's someone from the convention there, and I'm thinking, okay, well, he's there to the part to protect Doug Bradley or something, you know, because <laughs> he's just standing there. So I walk up to him and I ask him really nicely. I'm like, do you mind if I give this to Doug real quick? And he's like, uh, 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 oh I'm, god, I'm, like <laughs> it's like, dude, you're his handler. I don't want to approach. <laughs> The celebrity that you're protecting without permission because yeah. that's just rude, you know. Yeah. So that, that was the right thing for you to do. Right? Yeah, and and so he's so Doug Bradley is really really busy at this point. I mean, the con opens in like 20 minutes, and so he didn't really look up when I was talking to him, which I totally understand. I didn't want to bother him very long. Um, so I just walk up to him and I'm like, Mr. Bradley. And yes, I called him Mr. Bradley. <laughs> Mr. Bradley, sir. <laughs> Mr. Bradley, sir. But I'm like, Mr. Bradley, I know you're a huge fan of ghosts, so I wanted to give you this Cardinal Copia bookmark. And so he doesn't like look up at me because like I said, he's busy, but he takes it and he looks at it and he like just starts laughing. Oh my God. In his oh little God. British voice, you know, oh he's like, my God. It's like this is wonderful. Oh Thank my you. God, yes, yes. And then his wife comes over and looks, and she's like, "Oh, like she liked it too." And oh, that's amazing. She's like, "That's great." And they they were just like, "Oh, thank you." And then I went on my way because I didn't want to take up too much of his time. Oh my God, yeah, you handled that so well. Uh, that is so amazing. And like, I'm glad you got a little bit of interaction in with Doug Bradley. Oh yeah. I mean. It's fantastic he was there. Yes. And I mean he he's getting he isn't getting any younger and opportunities to see him might, you know, oh my gosh. not be the same. So I'm really glad you got to have that moment. Um and also, what was special about this day other than the fact that you got to see Doug Bradley? What day was this? 
Oh yeah, it was also my birthday. Yeah, birthday. So you got a a, Bra- a Bradley birthday blessing. Yes, yeah, a Bradley <laughs> birthday blessing. Say that ten times fast. Well, and and yeah, yeah. As you mentioned, he's getting older. And here's the funny thing: like I saw him when I saw him first. My initial reaction was like, "Doug, what happened to you?" Aww. Because he looks so much older than the last time I saw him. Yeah, well, that was a long time well, ago. Well, no, that's the thing. I thought about it. I'm like, Mel, that was like 17 years ago. Yeah. And I'm oh, like, oh, shit, sh-. it was really 17 yeah, years ago? Yeah, we saw him in 2002. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I, I'm like, dude, it was 17 years ago. He's an old man now. And I'm just <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> yeah. Stop aging, pinhead. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Oh. <laughs> Stay with us forever, please. <laughs> On the other hand, I saw, um, when I saw the Kirstie Cotton actress, and I'm just, I feel like such an idiot not remembering her name right now. You guys gotta excuse me, I'm a little, oh, yeah, so here's another thing. I'm a little hungover <laughs> right now, because my birthday party was yesterday. We did a birthday party slash housewarming, because me and my boyfriend are renting this awesome house, and, um, we wanted to have our friends over, and it was also my birthday, so it seemed like a good excuse. Um, and... Bored Lizzie here. Oh no! Wanted yeah, this to be is my fault. She wanted this to be all my fault. She wanted to be cute. Okay, she wanted to be cute. I tried, <laughs> and she brought me a bottle of Mansinth. And you guessed what it was even yeah. before you opened it, and I don't know how you did that. Well, because uh, you're like you've you're... known each other way too long. I can't well, yeah, because you anymore. <laughs> it was because you said, "Oh, I brought something kind of silly, and I don't know if it's going to disgust you or if you're going to like find this hilarious." And I'm like, <laughs> and so I thought, "Oh, well, what is it? A bottle of Mansinth?" And then she gave me this dirty look. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck you, you guessed it. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? And then I open, and then I lift it out, out of the, the holder, and it's it's Mansynth. <laughs> Which, by the way, don't. If you're considering it, don't. Oh my god, guys, like, I just wanted to have some absinthe in the evening while speaking to Lizzie and our friend Rachel. And, like, have, like, really deep, meaningful conversations, which I I tend to do when I drink absinthe. And instead, I just got drunk. Like, I got sloppy drunk. Uh, I I remember bits and pieces of the end of the evening. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it turns out that uh, mansinth isn't so much absinthe as it is garbage with really high alcohol content. Yeah, that was Uh, terrible. 66.6%. Lol. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, I'm a little hungover, which never happens when I drink absinthe, so I'm kind of like, uh, but yeah, you can blame anyway, Lizzie um, for that. Ashley Lawrence, Ashley yes. Ashley Lawrence is the actress who played Kirstie, I just looked it up. So. Yes, and she, I didn't realize, like, what a baby she was when she did the Hellraiser movies, like, mm-hmm. she actually was a teenager. Aww. Like, I see her now, and she's, like, this beautiful, like, um tiny woman like like she has like tiny hands tiny wrists everything but i I could tell she's an adult now and i'm like dang you really were like a a baby in the child yeah in hellraiser getting hassled by uncle frank ew (laughs) but that's really cool that you you got to see her i mean you probably didn't get to meet her or anything but you saw her there well that's another story oh but um 
before I get to that story, okay. I do want to mention, right. so in the middle of the con, you know, we're having a lot of fun, and I was approached by um, Johnny and Elsa, uh, uh, sorry, Alyssa, sorry, Alyssa, Johnny and Alyssa of um, Bump in the Night podcast, you can find them on podbean.com. Yeah, it, it's Bump in the Night 1428. Yes, and they are delightful. Like, I had so much fun talking to them about horror movies and the convention and just all kinds of stuff. And actually, you can hear the interview on their newest episode of their podcast uh, from Sinister Creature Con. So, I would definitely check it out. I'm going to listen to it later. Yeah, me too. I totally want to. <laughs> Hopefully, Can't I don't sound stupid because I was... Okay, so here's another... I'm making more excuses. I, I was pretty... Oh, it was story time, not excuse time. <laughs> bite me anyway <laughs> <laughs> i was pretty tired but anyway so <laughs> when that interview was going on so hopefully i still sound okay but anyway back to stories yeah so at the end of sinister creature con um after i'd finished packing up my booth and i threw everything in my car i decided to go to the bathroom because i i live about an hour away from the convention so I went to the bathroom, and... All your stories it, involve going to the bathroom. I guess that's the chance you get to get up and actually, like, yeah, that's see a, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not all about toilets, but, like... Lies. That's the only time is. I really got... <laughs> shut up! That's the only time I really got to get up and move around and stuff. Um, so I go to the bathroom, and I'm about to leave. And it's one of those bathrooms, like, men, you... Apparently you guys don't have this, but in a lot of women's rooms, you know, you have all the stalls and crap, but there's another room that you walk through. It's almost like the foyer of the bathroom. It's like a lounge area. Yeah, a little lounge area. It's got a couch and some mirrors and a baby changing table, all that jazz. Um, so I'm walking back into the lounge area, and all of a sudden, this man with these startlingly, yeah, yeah, shockingly blue eyes. Oh. There we go. Oh. Peeks his head <laughs> into the bathroom, and he's a big man, so what? he's blocking the way. I can't just walk past Whoa, him. Whoa, what the fuck? And it was Kane Hodder. Oh my god! <laughs> what? What? Did he. What? What the fuck was he doing? <laughs> he peeked in, and he looks at me, and he's like, Can I come and hang out in the ladies' room? What the fuck? And he said it just like that. Like, 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 you're, like, 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 your cool weirdo uncle or something, you know? And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking say no to Kane Hodder. So I'm like, sure, dude, why not? Come on in. Oh, no. So. <laughs> Join the party, Kane Hodder. Yeah. Come into the ladies' room lounge, Kane Hodder. Yeah. <laughs> walks in, he, like, peeks his head in further and looks at the stalls, and he's like, is anybody pooping in here? What the hell? <laughs> you? Well, he doesn't want to go in there if someone's pooping. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, there's, there's, no, there's only one other chick in here, and I'm pretty sure she's taking a whiz. I mean, that, <laughs> I said taking a whiz to Kane Hodder, okay? <laughs> what the hell is this? So at this point, he walks in, and he's six foot four, and I'm five foot two. So he's big, God like damn. like 
I was like looking up at Mr. Kane Hodder. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and see, and that made me that made me laugh. And like, I Jason was really Morty's happy. He's in the ladies' room. What? I was so happening. I was so happy because the whole convention, <laughs> like, I saw him, and I'm a big fan of like the the the, the one the movies that uh, the night ugh, the Friday the Thirteenth that he was in because he was so big, you yeah, know, and yeah, it was yeah. scary and shit, and it was awesome. And. I was disappointed because most of the times I saw him at the convention, he was sitting down doing autographs and shit, and I wanted mm-hmm. to see him stand up because I've always heard how big he is, and I'm like, yeah. I want to see, I want to see the and, whole, the whole yeah. package. Yeah, I want to <laughs> the full hotter. Yeah, the full hotter. <laughs> so he walks in, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, Kane, I'm hanging out with Kane Hunter in the latest <laughs> one. This is awesome. <laughs> And so he approaches this very... Is anybody pooping in here? <laughs> anybody pooping in here? <laughs> no. And, and I mean, dude, like, scary as fuck in the movies, but nice as dude in real life. Like, I, he, I was, he was, I, I instantly felt like he was very personable and nice, you know? I'm just like, this is awesome. So, so he walks past me and he starts talking to this woman. And it's fucking Ashley Lawrence, and she'd been oh, sitting what? in... Yeah, she was sitting in the lounge. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the whole hell? time, and I'm it's like... It's like a horror movie star party in the ladies' room lounge over here. <laughs> I know, and it's... <laughs> so, I, I was kind of stupid at this point. Like, Well, who wouldn't be? I'm like, holy hey. shit, I walked by <laughs> Kirsty Cotton, and I didn't even notice. Oh. And, like, what I meant what, what I meant more, what I meant was, it's like, oh, my gosh, how could I, like, not even say hello? to you you know i wasn't like gushing or anything and i guess the the one sinister person creature con person that was in there it was like well yeah they're just like everybody else <laughs> and i'm like well i know that and, I, and then i just didn't even bother explaining myself it's just like dude but i just walked by ashley lawrence like that's really cool yeah. you know <laughs> That's all I meant. <laughs> and I mean, how do you even process Kane Hodder and Ashley Lawrence in like, no, and the that's why, room Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was just like, wow. Like, it is a horror movie party in the bathroom. That's amazing. And then they had a, they both, they had this really cool conversation about like, um, I guess Ashley Lawrence is looking for more horror conventions that are fun to do. Oh, God bless. That's yeah. great. I would love to see her sometime. Yeah, and then, like, Kane Hodder's like, well, I'm doing, like, 25 this year. And it's like, holy crap, dude. Like, Damn. So he's... No wonder he wants somewhere comfy to sit. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and apparently there was no lounge in the men's room. I asked uh, my boyfriend later, because he was there with me for a little while, and he went in the men's room. I'm like, is there a lounge in there? And he's like, no, we don't have that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stand but, at the pee trough, you animals. No lounge for you. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, hopefully we'll see Ashley Lawrence at more conventions now, because oh, I guess great. Kane's going to hook her up, which is awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and, and then, you know, and then Kane Hodder left, and he told other people, he's like, hey, you got to go hang out in the ladies' room. <laughs> <laughs> ladies' room at the Masonic Center in Sacramento, highly recommended by Kane Hodder. Yes. <laughs> he's giving it a good Yelp review. No, I don't know. <laughs> and you would think that would be the end of my stories, oh, but it's Oh, my not. God, there's more. Yes. <gasps> so prepare myself. <laughs> well, I don't know if you actually know this guy, but, oh. um, so on public access television, there was, like, a, a horror hostess for a little while, and he's, um, his name's Mr. Lobo. I've heard you talk about him, but I've never actually seen him, so, okay. Yeah, so, so I'm in the parking lot, and one of my friends texts me, and I'm, like, texting him back, 
And then, um, so I didn't leave right away. And I'm really glad I didn't leave right away. Because all of a sudden this van pulls up. And Mr. Lobo's sitting in the van. <laughs> okay. And I think he knew that I recognized him right away. Because all of a sudden my jaw just dropped. <laughs> and I rolled down the window. I'm like, Mr. Lobo, is that you? <laughs> Actually, I was so tired. I said, Dr. Lobo. <laughs> Oh, no. He, but he still got the gist. You gave him a promotion. He's a PhD now. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyway, he's a really cool horror host. Um, He's really funny, like, really weird. I, I can't recommend him enough. And apparently, like, it was so funny because he's, he's like, let me get out and, like, shake your hand. Oh. And I'm like, you get, you're getting out of your car. That's I get to so stay sweet. in mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so he got out and he like shook my hand. Oh. And I'm like, what a good dude. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I, I, I meant to go by your table, but you had already left. You know, like, I'm so glad to like see you here. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun. And apparently he's from Sacramento, so it oh, makes cool. sense. Yeah. And, um, and he's like, do you watch the show? I'm like, you still have a show? I just remember you from like 20, again, like 20, 2002 something like that <laughs> and he's like oh yeah yeah but i'm on um was it sling or roku i think he's on roku now so what is that it's um one of those boxes that you hook up to your television and it's got like internet channels oh weird yeah it's like it's like people are doing it in lieu of cable because cable's so fucking expensive now i'm so old i didn't even know shit Okay, I learned a thing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So he's on, he's got a channel on Roku now, which awesome. So if you guys have a Roku, you should look up his show. He says that it's weird twenty four seven, and it's awesome. So I'm that looking forward so to that. Cool. Yeah. So and then I went home smiling. I'm just Aww. like, I'm like, dude, this has been a really weird and wonderful day. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You got to have all those interactions, even though you were working the con. Yes, it's great. You had the time to have all that cool stuff happen and holy shit how delightful i was not disappointed i'm so glad i had you save these stories for yes <laughs> oh yeah and that was our sinister story time oh i did see um i did see voltaire was there for a little while um i saw joe bob was there um couple other people but i can't remember like there was... there was an impressive lineup this year i was sad that i couldn't make it but i was with you in spirit yeah and people actually came from like nevada to meet doug Brad bradley like Fucking it was the doug bradley yeah <laughs> like sinister it's not as crowded in the summer because they have two they have one around halloween and then they have one in the summer mm-hmm. but i swear like that first day of sinister in the summer like this year was as crowded as, like, the first day in October. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. so it was really cool. I, and there was a lot of really cool um, makeup demonstrations. There was um, cosplay competitions every day. Well, what was uh, the best cosplay you saw? What do you think? There was actually two pyramid heads this year, which was interesting. There's right. always There's usually only one. <laughs> <laughs> but let me see. Oh, there was a little girl, and she was Momo. Oh my gosh, okay, all That right. was really creepy. Ah. There was another little girl way, that was Chucky. Yeah, there was a little <laughs> Chucky girl. She was cute. And, um, oh, there was a little Sadako. Oh, okay. A little baby okay. Sadako. She was so precious. Oh, the youngins. Look at the youngins bringing up with the horror cosplay. That's great. Oh, but I gotta say, and I think they won best. Gr- they won the group contest. There was a whole family. Like, little boy and a mom and a dad and some other person. Um, and they were all dressed as Cenobites. Oh my god. And it was really cool. It looked like it took so long. That's amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. But, That's uh, great. 
Yeah, Sinister's so much fun. The cosplay is great. The celebrities are great. The artists are great. It's all very, very good for horror fans. It's so much fun. Yes, and you should definitely go at least once. Um, the next one's happening in October. I'm, I'm really heavily considering going. Do it. Yeah, yeah, be yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of my like fellow artists, Sally fans or fans and friends are like, "Hey, you gotta fucking do it, dude!" And it's like. Okay, okay. So next <laughs> yeah, time I have better. money, I'll get my table. But I don't know what the lineup's going to be right now, because so far, um, I mean, I know October's a long way away, but yeah. the, the the people that they have secured so far for Sinister, which is really interesting, um, is Tracy Lords. Oh my god! And Jenna Jameson. <laughs> okay, so some adult-style actresses will be what? present. I mean, Tracy Lord is an icon. Oh, yeah, no, I, I want to meet her. I feel like she sort of transcends the whole, like, porn actress Oh, no, she's category. fucking amazing, like, and she's she's done horror movies. Like, um, yeah, I can't then f- remember the name of it right now. Like I said, sorry, hungover. Anyway, <laughs> um. <laughs> we blame you, Manson. But she was actually, like, the, a star in a really great um, horror movie that came out in mid-2000s um, about her little girl, like, was you know, coming of age, and she was, like, really interested in dissection and surgery, and it's Ooh. it's really creepy, and it's, like, I love that movie, and I wish I could remember the name of it so I could suggest it to you, but she's in that. Um, she, um, well, of course, she was in Roseanne for a little while, but Jenna Jameson is only there because she was in, like, Zombie, Zombie Strippers. Strippers. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all remember zombie strippers. I mean, who can't remember like Robert England being a germaphobe strip and getting foamed on by zombie? Ew, that that was funny. It's worth it for that. (laughs) You can fast forward through all the titty scenes and just watch the Robert England. Yes, yes, they were hilarious. (laughs) Robert England and germaphobe. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that man. (laughs) And I think there's like they they secured one of the Jasons, but I'm I don't know. I'm hoping to see who else they have. I hope that they get um. Um, Ted Raimi back because I would oh, love. Oh, Ted to... Raimi is I so love nice. Him. Remember when he walked up to our booth and yes. was just like, "Hi, I'm Ted," and then I had to deal with that. But I was just like, oh, <laughs> "You're you're so nice." Oh. It was before I saw the college humor skit he did, where like every scary story was about him getting stabbed in the penis. <laughs> so, and it was just him going, my penis! <laughs> oh, Ted Raimi's great. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. But yes, stories. Yay. Sinister story time. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, one more thing. The guy from Tales from the Crypt, the guy that does the voice of the Crypt Keeper, he was there. Oh, cool. and, and so, like, he would do the announcements at the beginning. Oh, fun! And at the end, he's like, hello, kitties! Oh, that's great! Welcome to Sinister Creature Con 2019! <laughs> oh, I love it! Oh, my God. I wish and I could have been there. Stupid me having to be all committed to my job and working. Well, it was also Father's Day, dude. Like you, That, too. You had to be with your dad. I had to be with my dad. He's pretty old, so that's important. Oh. <laughs> That's a good note to end on. Yay. Parents, getting older.
Hello, boys and girls. It is I, Spooky Mel. Professor Mel will not be with us today. She has retired. Oh, yeah, and in her place sits next to me, <laughs> Cool Mel. Because <laughs> she's got shades on indoors. Shade. This is a little too cool for me. I don't know if I'm allowed to be in class with you, Cool Mel. Oh, my gosh. I could be in detention am, with you, though. I am too cool for school. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anyway. And on the other end, I have, like, um, sticky notes in my copy of JTHM with, like, annotations on them and everything. So maybe I could take over as professor. Oh, <gasps> Professor Lizzie. <laughs> I'm Professor Lizzie. I'm going to teach you crap, and it's going to be fun. That's pretty much my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, that's it. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so this next comic is is really cute. It's um Johnny like it's like he's trying to be personable with somebody oh, and God. and like tell a funny funny story. Uh, what would you call that? Like a an anecdote? Yeah, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to do an anecdote and but it's also very dark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, you're really going to laugh at this thing. Like, so I have her strapped in just like this, and she's doing this let's be rational routine, and then I started the motor, but the strap was too tight. Oh, right, <laughs> I remember this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started the motor, but the strap around her head was too tight. The straps were only supposed to cut off the blood circulation, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, my God. But it was so tight, it just clamped hard around her skull. You could hear it cracking like old wood. This is some theater right here. And she's screaming, <laughs> and she starts cussing me, uh, uh, cussing me, uh, cursing me, and tells me she won't give me the satisfaction of hearing her suffer. And, uh, oh my god! And, and, I'm disturbed. And just as she's a, and just as she goes quiet, trying to be so stoic, her eyes shoot out of her head, and she just screams. <laughs> That's what it really looks like. He's. That was. <laughs> I mean, bravo, and the Oscar goes too. <laughs> and then you see a guy, and he's um, he's in the same machine that this girl was. Yep. And Johnny's just like, "What's wrong? You don't think that's funny?" Oh, he just tried to have a little social moment. There. Yeah, and I just thought that was really cute. It's like he was trying to be social and like tell a funny anecdote. Like you know, you could just see him at a party holding a cocktail and <laughs> in a group and just. <laughs> That's actually, I like your take on it, because I, honestly, I always, I never really got very much out of that one, but when you describe it the way you did, I'm like, oh yeah, it is like that. Yeah, it's, he just, he's trying to be normal, kind mm-hmm. of. Yep, in his own <sighs> weird little way. God. And then the next section is Johnny the you-know-what. It's no longer Johnny the it's <laughs> just Johnny oh, the you know Because we know. Um, and then there's a taser. Tazy boy. Tazy boy, right there, <laughs> and I think this is the first time he uses one of those. Taser? Yes. Because this becomes a thing for him from this point on. And we are introduced to the two, well, one of the more insufferable characters. The other one, I mean, she's pretty insufferable too, but for a different reason. Yeah. I I think that's a good description of it. Yes. This is, uh, this is Dylan and Tess. They are two pretty stereotypically 90s goths, to be honest. Um. (sighs) You know, when I read this comic, I said I would never... Hang out with a guy like, what's his name again? Dylan? Oh, Dylan, yeah. yeah. I would never hang out with a guy like Dylan. It's like, oh, this isn't, like, 
dark enough or this isn't cool or whatever and like uh, I became a test at some point <laughs> I mean I think we all have encountered a guy like this and sometimes it doesn't take to like years later you look back and you're like oh yeah this that guy was trash why did I hang out with him unfortunately um, yeah yeah and I mean you could judge Tess for being stupid for hanging out with him but I don't think she is I think she's just trying to have a friend trying to have a relationship no, and it's true. And like I said, I've been on, I've been on test. I've been, I've been tests before, and I never. I always said, "Oh, that's never gonna be me." But yeah, it it ends up. But he's obviously shitty because he thinks that watching The Crow would have been a better experience than watching Kafka. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, The Crow was really cool. Oh my god! Damn it, I like The Crow. Yeah, well, he also liked Marilyn Manson. So well, that was back then. I don't like him now. Oh my god. <laughs> That guy needs to fucking clean up his act. Like, oh, go we, to your room, Mr. Manson. You need to clean up your act, Mr. We could have a whole episode about, yeah. like, how much Marilyn Manson's, like, fucked up his life now. But that's another story. But yeah, this guy's obviously an, an idiotic douchebag. Um, and he's talking about some guy who wouldn't stop whining and crying during the movie. And it's kind of obvious he's talking about Johnny, right? Well, yeah, and the only reason the guy wouldn't stop whining and crying is because Dylan wouldn't shut the fuck up. <sighs> I think, I'd like to think that possibly Johnny was emotionally affected by the Kafka movie. Let's see. We, we could have rented the crow. <laughs> You're right. That's how we know he's gar- garbage. But that's when Tess is like, is that why you kept kicking the back of that guy's chair to stay awake? Yeah, so she knows he's a douche, but she's tolerating him. And then he's like, oh, but he was alone on a Saturday night. He was a dork. <laughs> but you're right, maybe he was bitching and crying because he was moved by something. Yeah, of... I think he was emotionally moved by the movie. Oh, And he wanted to enjoy it. I never thought of it that way. That's nice. Well, like, think about what it would take to get someone like Johnny to go out and see a movie. You know, it would have to be a damn good movie, in his opinion. It really would be. Oh, and this is kind of foreshadowing that they went to go see Kafka also. It is. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize that I didn't realize that back when I read this. Kafka though. becomes a thing. Maybe Jonan actually read some Kafka and was inspired during this period of his life. Who knows? I think we all had that period of our lives. Okay. And then it goes on to like uh, why is it whenever we're not talking about being discriminated by people for the way we look, we make fun of other people? What makes you any different from those jock holes who were ha- laughing at your hair that one time? <laughs> so, it is pretty stupid hair, to be honest. Well, yeah. Um, and then he's just like, it's not like we talk about anyone important, some people just ask for it. Besides, if we talked about anything else, we might expose the fact that most of our arrogance is based on exploiting a fashionable alienation rather than on anything substantial. And it's like, there's a commentary arrow, eerie (laughs) moment of clarity. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's like, and then Tess is like, oh yeah, hey, look at that fat girl. (laughs) So there's a lot of commentary of like people judging each other and like hypocrisy, right? Oh, yes. So yeah. And then even the fat girl is, like, judging them. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, did you see that guy's hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear, like, yeah, like, I've, I've seen these people before. Yes, Everybody... yes. Like, if you were alive in the 90s and you, you interacted with the gothic subculture, you've seen these people. Yes. You have seen these people. Many times. 
<laughs> yep, and then um, Dylan's trying to say that Johnny's a poser because he's wearing weird boots. And then... Speaking of those boots, the boots that he's talking about, I've seen Jonan actually wearing those boots. So those boots do exist, and I love those boots. Yeah. Yeah. Hoof boots. Hoof yeah. boots. Yeah, and then she says, I wonder where he got them. I wonder where Jonah got his. Where'd you get those boots, goddammit? Spill the tea. Oh my gosh, okay. I wonder I wonder if he got them at Leathermasters in downtown San Jose, because that's where we used to always get our boots. And it was Leathermasters in high school. I don't know. I don't know if they would carry anything that unique. Well, I think you might that... have to go to the city, the proper city. For oh that. no, they might. He probably got them in Haight Ashbury, but like, yeah. I don't know, back in the 90s, like, Leathermasters was way cooler. I don't know. Never went there. You went with me once, but it was in the it was in the two thousands, and it yeah. was already not cool. That doesn't anymore. count. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's go to a cafe and look like we don't want to be there. That's Dylan's <laughs> suggestion for what to do. I'll agree with you because you're in a band, and I want you to like me. Oh, <laughs> another eerie moment of clarity. <laughs> and then on the back of his shirt, it says "band." Band. <laughs> yep. Band. Because it doesn't really matter which one. It's probably his own shitty band. Anyway, bro gets tased in the next panel. Yep. He gets a taser to the back of the neck. They both do. Yeah. Which, taser is Johnny's thing now. And then Johnny just stands there so cute. He's very cute in this panel. Oh, he's adorable. His smile is like going off of his face. He's so happy. But he's not happy. Because he was having a nice week until hearing your voice all throughout that movie, which I love. He loves the Aww. movie. So let's turn the situation into a happy thing. I suggest you prepare yourselves for some intense fun. And they are, like, hooked up to some kind of electronical tortury chair? Yeah, it's an electric chair of some kind. There are, like, tubes and suction cups, and their hands are in some weird-ass electrical boxes. Yup. I feel like this Johnny's doing some mad science shit, because there's, like, jars of parts on a shelf in the background. What the fuck is he doing with us? <laughs> what are you doing, Johnny? Is this your after-school project? I just... What Who do you, you think doing? you are, Johnny? <clears throat> Running around leaving scars. Collecting <laughs> your jar of parts. <laughs> I don't get the reference. It's a song. Who do you think you are? Who did that? Oh, I don't know. It's some crappy song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's like, you know, like... It was, it was more... It was about emotion. It was like, you know, like... Who do you think you are, running around leaving scars, collecting your jar of hearts, tearing Ooh. life apart? You can see he's wearing the hoof boots. <laughs> yeah, you, that's you what I was saying, the hoof boots. You can see his little hooves. Yeah, I love the hoof boots. Boots with hooves. And jo- and Joan, and, like when I met him, he was wearing those. Cool. They're so cute, little hooves. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> so cute. And this was uh, at 3.04 a.m., I will say, though, I mean, how many fucking times have I, like, gotten into it with people that are talking through the fucking movie? Oh, my and, God. And you were yes. present, and we, I just... We, we've talked about that, right? Yeah, we talked about we've the talked one about a Death that. Note, I think, but there yeah. were, it, we didn't talk about the one where we were trying, trying so hard to find something to like about the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Oh, God, and we those were, teenagers guys, were just, guys, oh. we were trying our best. We are fans of that series and oh, we so tried big. to like it we we like jackie earl haley he's a great actor yes i wanted to like the remake oh, we tried so hard and this one chick little high school chick wouldn't get off her phone wouldn't shut up 
And like I she don't was remember this. Yes, and, like she was in the, the row in front of us, and like you tried to say nicely, "Hey, can you turn off your phone?" Because the, the the light was bugging, bugging you, you know. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't like she turned around and like was giving you attitude. I'm like, "Bitch, shut the fuck up and turn off your goddamn phone!" And I scared <laughs> the shit out of her. I'm sorry, but it's like, dude, you pay like, you know what? Movies are like almost twenty bucks now. And it's like someone, like, I, and we still have people, like, just talking through movies and being on their phones and shit. Like, money doesn't mean anything. It's bullshit. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I try to nicely tell people to be quiet, because it never works. I try it every time, and it never works. I know, and you were like, you know, like, wouldn't it be nice if we could enjoy the movie without screens? You know, you were, you were trying really nice, and this bitch wanted to give you attitude, and I'm like, fuck no, I ain't having it. Anyway, I scared the hell out of her. It was, it was very effective. Like, that was, that did the trick. That in The Conjuring 2, when I scared that guy to turn off his stupid, like, Google watch or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh. He kept looking at his watch. What did you say to him? I forget. Um. He's like, it's like, he's like, it's, how's it bugging you? And it's like, I'm like, turn off your fucking screen. You don't have to check it every ten minutes. Because every ten minutes of that fucking movie, he kept looking at his yeah. damn, like, light uh. on that Google watch. Ugh. Yeah, anyway. so maybe the device they're hooked up to will, like, prevent them from talking while the movie is playing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's hooked up to a movie, and if they try to talk, because their mouths aren't covered, they'll get fucking electrocuted. Well, now you're getting into <laughs> jigsaw territory, man. This is getting a little too saw. Well, I feel like this device has a purpose. Hello, oh. Dylan. I'd like to play a game. I, I don't think we ever find out what it is. I don't know, maybe we do. Anyway. I'm also Batman. <laughs> So this next comic, it's a one-page comic. It's um, a PSA. I think it's the first. No, this is the second PSA, right? Because there's the one about the hobo baby. No, the hobo baby is actually later. Oh, the hobo baby is later. I'm sorry. So there's no um, fetchingly, breathtakingly handsome um, Johnny in this. Are you (laughs) saying fetching? Fetching. He's fetching. He's Johnny so, is fetching. He's so fetch. Johnny is fetching. He's fetch. Fetching. Are you fucking kidding he me? He looks like a snack, okay. as the kids would say these days. <laughs> so you're not allowed to contradict me anymore when I call you out for lusting over this homicidal crust goth. Ew. Because, <laughs> because you just called him fetching. You laid all your cards out <laughs> on the table. <laughs> I think it's time to accept that you have the hots for Johnny and I do move not. on with your life. I do not. He's gross. He's so but gross. But you just said, okay, anyone listening? Am I insane? Or <laughs> did she just contradict herself? I don't think people are listening anymore. <laughs> I think they stopped, like, episode two. <laughs> Although I, sh- I should qualify, you know, sure, fine. You have the hots for Johnny. Accept it, fine, yes, great. No. Um, I, I have the hots for Hannibal Lecter. It's okay. Okay, well, wait, 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 wait. Like Anthony Hopkins? No, Mads Mads Mikkelsen. I forgot to tell you when you were at my party yesterday that you should tell Michelle that you love Mads Mikkelsen because she is, like, crazy in love with him. Oh, yeah, we'll have to gush about that later. But, yeah, I mean, we all have our homicidal crushes, I suppose. Although, I will say mine has better hygiene, better taste. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. Dude, Johnny Hannibal, likes Cherry Fizz Whiz, okay? Hannibal is immaculately clean, and 
is very stylish, and he wears a suit before he kills, okay? He wears a clear plastic suit over his suit, so they won't get anything on him. Meanwhile, Johnny's just rolling around in the filth but, and, and decay but of his own killings. But he, he's drawn new clothes every comic, so... <laughs> They're fresh and new. Fine. <laughs> you can have fun chipping away at the layer, layer of filth that covers his body. No, that's disgusting! <laughs> I don't like it like that! Go! Anyway, so she, yes. She does, though. She I don't! Does. She does. No. <laughs> I, I will say this, though. There is this part, and we'll get to it later if we cover I Feel Sick, but there's this part when he was actually in color. And I was oh, surprised that, yeah. I, was for, I, I, I forgot, like, I didn't realize how tan he actually is. He's kind of a tan dude. Well, yeah, he's a Latino fella. And then that that's always been a point where, like, you know, people assume that Johnny's white, but actually he's a sickly gray. But, <laughs> but, um, Debbie is also, she's Latina. Like, is she? Yeah, because when she's leaving to go on that bad date with that guy, and then they get in that car accident. Oh, yeah. The, his, her, his dad's like, mija. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really cute. Too young to be dating. <laughs> but he called her Miha, and I'm like, oh, she's Latina. Yeah, Yay. It's, it's pretty and she's cute. pale as fuck. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so you can you can just accept the fact that you are irresistibly attracted to Johnny. And... I am not! Oh my god, I shouldn't have said anything. Gosh. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have, because I'm never gonna let you forget it. I'm gonna let yeah. you forget it. Let's let's uh. let's get this PSA over with because it's just one page and it sucks. So um, <laughs> these PSAs, there's two of them in the book, I think. Yeah, and, the hobo um, baby one and this one. I, think. I I understand what they're trying to do. Okay, I understand that it is like a satire on the type of PSA you would see on television, and that's why the panels look the way they do. It's supposed to look like a TV screen, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and it's supposed to be oh, like yeah, I yeah. didn't notice that. It's supposed to be like um. Look at this person in this terrible situation. They're at the end of their rope, and it's supposed to be an exaggeration of the type of pathetic person that would be shown on a PSA, like an after-school special sort of yeah. teachable moment thing, and I get that he's satirizing that. It's not like this joke is lost on me. It's just that it's not funny. <laughs> and that's really the biggest crime of the PSAs is they're not funny. Yeah, I didn't um, laugh at this one at all. I kind of no. laughed at the Hobo Baby one a little bit, I think, but... Yeah, like... <laughs> and I mean... To be honest, like, this one, every time I would get to this one, I'd have to, like, put the book down because it just interrupted my enjoyment of it because, you know, it's like, oh, yay, we're mocking a 16-year-old for being pregnant and having a baby and she's poor and has to eat the baby and then the end. And it's just like, whatever. I do kind of like that the baby, when it's getting eaten, though, it's, like, just, like, making this what-the-fuck face and he's making like little like way way noises like, yeah way, way. the baby actually looks like jonan style everything else looks off to me yeah it doesn't really even look right and it's just the the joke doesn't land for me the satire to my in my opinion is not successful it's just not funny no and it's just kind of like uh i feel this makes me feel shitty about myself uh when i would read it and, and just be like ugh, i don't like it yeah but we can move on from it it's just a page. There's only two of these in here. They're filler. I would, you know, we can move on. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say, this is probably, like, my least favorite part of the collection also. Like, if I was to rate all of the little extra strips in a row, this would probably be, yeah, 
I mean, I remember reading this when I was a kid, and I and I was probably a sophomore in high school. No, I was a senior. Sorry. Anyway, so this girl was a little younger than me. But anyway, I I didn't find it funny either. I'm like, eh, whatever, move on. Yeah. Let them let the murdering and ensue. You know? Yes, you want to see more of your bay? Oh my god, <laughs> Betsy, you're so gross. Sorry, Lizzie, you're so gross. <laughs> Are you waiting for me to say it? Nasty. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't waiting for you to say it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> anyway, there's um, there's a introspective suicidal episode next. Okay, this is another suicidal episode right yeah the suicidal maniac yes and he's writing in his diary and he doesn't spell it i just noticed that diary. too yeah. yeah and uh i like the way he looks when he's writing like he has his little pen in his mouth <laughs> at one point and he's twirling it around so handsome i mean i'm not no he's not <laughs> not handsome you can't fight your attraction to this murdery boy you like the murdery boy I do not! <laughs> yes, you Oh do. my god, you guys. I totally don't. <laughs> <You guys. laughs> Gosh, that is so not true. Yeah, you're so convincing right now. <sighs> um, but this is Johnny. I think he's at the very end of his manic phase. He's kind of coming down from it. Yeah. Um, because this is like the intrusive thoughts that start. And then the, and the doughboys start in on him. <sighs> it's like, you seem to be enjoying yourself. Quit it. Yeah. <sighs> stupid, stupid doughboys. They, they are. They become more and more of a thing. Yes, I, I think that maybe Jonan figured out what he wanted to do with them by this point. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, go, go. Oh ahead. no, no, go I'm ahead. Just, no. I'm thinking still. So yeah, this is Psycho Doughboy. He's the depressive one. He's saying that Johnny is sick. Yeah. And deserves to die. And Johnny's just kind of, like, not really listening to him. He's not there for the suicidal talk right now. Um, yeah, it's like, instead of listening to him, he's like, ah, fuck off, I'm having, I'm living my best life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Even though he's really not. He's kind of in denial of his depression right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, kill myself? Please! <laughs> you know? <laughs> but now he says he's tried and it never happens. Um, I'm beginning to think that something won't allow it to happen. And you see his cute collection of Egyptian tchotchkes yes. in the background. <laughs> this is pretty cute. Um, so this is where Johnny thinks that he's immortal. And Oh yeah, this is when this mm-hmm. starts. Yeah, he thinks that he cannot be killed. As something always intervenes before he gets caught. This is They're trying to address the whole, like, how come no one notices what Johnny does? Um, I could drain a flower vendor of all his blood and not get caught. People would scream and vomit, and yet somehow I would walk away unscathed. Oh, wait, I did do that! <laughs> yeah, I could do that. Oh, wait, I did. <laughs> um, yeah, and Psycho Doughboy just keeps trying to... I- encouraging him in a sick way to keep, keep trying to kill himself. <sighs> but Mr. F, we know, is Team Johnny. Is Team Murder. Yes. Um, so, and they're kind of vying for Johnny's... For Johnny, they're fighting over him. For his soul, for his humanity, we don't know. 
You're nothing more than an outhouse to him, Mr. Yeah. F. Where I, whereas I am his home. He will return, and when he does, that will be the end of it. <laughs> so spooky. And here's something interesting that Mr. F says to Psycho Doughboy. Just a little longer and we won't even need him anymore. Leave him alone. Oh, yeah, and they're mo- Oh, this is when they start moving on their own, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. getting more powerful. And and now Johnny's starting to buy into their bullshit. And you can tell because now he looks sad. <laughs> He's starting to, like, take a downward turn. Why is Nail Bunny nailed to a lamp in the background? I don't know, maybe he fell off the wall. I know, but he's, like, <laughs> nailed to this lamp post. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a precarious situation. Mm. Say, what do you think, Mr. F? You think I'm being protected by something? Um, and now he goes all, like, um, maybe the world just exists because I exist and stops existing when I stop perceiving it. It's philosophy. He's getting all existential on us. Dude, this is so, like, the max... Like how Julie, oh, you think so? Well, like th- like how Julie Winters was like supposedly the anchor for like the reality that they were in, and and like the Max was so afraid that that if she left, everything would like come undone and like not exist anymore. And now Johnny's like talking about you know the idea of a thing exists solely to be the anchor point for all known things. The old thing, uh, the old thing about what happens to the world when you close your eyes. It's like kind of the same thing. As the Max? Yeah, because remember, like, they're saying, like, Julie can't, Julie was like, I'm gonna move, I'm oh. gonna leave, and he's like, you can't leave, and she's like, yeah, and then even when she's leaving, she's like, hey, does anybody know that, you know, the whole world might come undone once I leave? Wow. You know? Yeah. And okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Something, yeah, it's just no, a- that's really interesting. It is. Okay. And then, like, MTV cut the show really short, and there was some weird fake ending. Or, like, she did leave, and then, like, it turns out the masks was in some sort of garden the whole time, remember? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I don't... Mm. That was... That's such... That's a whole podcast series yes. on itself, oh, The Max. Oh, my gosh. That would be so much fun. Great. We should do that next. Yep. <laughs> well, there's a lot we should do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then it's, it's clear that the Doughboys are becoming separate from Johnny because they say, like, Mr. F anyways, like, perhaps whatever, as long as you're not thinking of killing yourself. Mr. F wants Doughboy to be, Johnny, to be around long enough to, like, suck the life out of him, I think? Or something, like, I'm not quite sure. Like, he's some kind of weird psychic vampire. Like, you can connect it to I Feel Sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, oh! Yeah. Damn it, it's yes! Like, it's the same kind of phenomenon, I feel, where, like, an object. And that's why they're moving on their own, because they're becoming stronger. Yeah. That's how they're becoming stronger. Yeah. And then Nail Bunny is trying to be the voice of reason. Me! Don't listen to them! Oh my god, this is your they're Nail Bunny? They're using you! I, I hate this. They hate each other, Stop. but they're both using Stop. you! Stop! <laughs> no more! <laughs> Me! Don't listen to them! They're using oh you! <laughs> they hate each other, but they're both using you! <sighs> I know I've been extra talky this episode, but I'd like to address something you said in an earlier episode, because I realized something about Nail Bunny, and you know how I said how haunting it was, like you brought me from the pet store, fed me once, and nailed me to the wall? Yes. I I had a mini revelation about that thing and about something you said. You said, like, um, 
you know, it was always hard when you would get pets and they would die on their own, right? Yeah. That's a sad thing. What does Johnny do? What is his pattern for people he... It's when he's happy, he kills things to immortalize the moment. Yes. So he was trying to immortalize the bunny. He killed the bunny so he wouldn't have to see it die eventually. And I just, I don't know, I wanted to share that, because I was like, oh yeah, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Neil. He just, he has to kill people before they, they leave him. Oh my god, okay, so what what voice does Neil Bunny have then? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. They're not what you think they are anymore. Oh my god, stop! Oh, they want to think they are. <laughs> Their words aren't coming from inside you anymore. They're even beginning to grow apart from whatever controls them now. And whatever's behind them is just manipulating you. I'm the only one that's so a part of you. Shut up, silence. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the Doughboy's saying, that's what I'm saying, because oh, holy shit. Stop trying to make a voice for Nail Bunny. <laughs> oh, that's right. They're not they're not like the siphoning creature. The siphoning creature's in the wall. They're just controlled by it. Wait, say that again? <laughs> They're not, they're not the creature itself, they're just controlled by the creature, whatever siphoning energy creature. You think so? Okay. Well, yeah, that's what Nail Bunny was saying when I was making the dumb voice. They're even beginning to grow apart from whatever controls them now. Okay. Yeah, so they're, they're becoming, like, sentient beyond the thing in the wall. Guys, there's so much mythos happening here. Ugh. I kind of love that picture of the panda with the knife. Panda? Panda. Yeah, um... Oh, it is a panda bear! Oh, he's cute! <laughs> and then Johnny tries to prove he's immortal by jamming a taser into his head. Oh, you forgot an important part. Did like, I? When the Doughboys are trying to silence oh, Nail Bunny. Yeah. Mr. F rips his head off. That is important. Sad. Yes. So Nail Bunny's no longer... This is when he becomes the floating head. Yeah, he will come back as a floating head. It's very cute. It's like, I don't remember you guys ever moving around like that. Yes, well, the rabbit provoked us. I love how arrogant he looks in the floating <laughs> panda, in the stabby panda panel. His fingers are very sharp. <laughs> oh, he looks so cocky. <sighs> oh my god, would you stop drooling over Johnny? I'm not drooling. I mean, you kind of are. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not drooling. <laughs> okay, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> But I love, I love how, um, so he jams the taser into his head, and he's still alive. Straight to the brain, and I still live. Explain that. The battery's dead. You forgot to recharge it after stunning the cheerleading squad, which is another strip I would like to see, is him stunning the cheerleading squad. I love how he's kind of dancing with the <laughs> taser. He's just jumping in the air with it. He's happy. He didn't exactly. Die. I don't die. <laughs> Again, he proved his point with violence. That is what he does. He's educating through violence. Um, he says he's unstoppable, but then the doughboys stop moving. Um, how come you're not moving around anymore? What's not moving around? Oh my god! Or metal star from? There's a guillotine over the mouse hole. <gasps> oh, it's cute. And there's an eyeball next to the quill pen. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then like poor. It, Poor Squee is screaming while he's listening to Johnny, like, electrocute himself with his taser, and there's a really sad picture that he drew of his dad in the background. <laughs> it's not sad, it's a doofy-looking stick figure. It's got a little tongue sticking out, it's like <laughs> his dad has no neck, it's, it's 
sad. <laughs> but it also shows that he's kind of like Johnny and that he likes to draw stick figures. <laughs> the end. But wait, there's more. You can't end the book until Johnny cleans his refrigerator out. Nope. <laughs> okay, so I will say that one of my favorite panels ever in any comic, like, is in this strip here. Like, so, it'll be fun to see if you can guess which one it is. Your favorite panel's in this one? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> It stayed with it's just, it just sticks in my brain. It stayed with me ever since I read this in high school. I, I always think of this panel hmm. when I think Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I feel like it could be several ones. Um, actually, it's down to three for me. Okay. okay. Um. So let, let's uh, should we give some context? So the comic is um, Johnny has this man strapped into a device that looks like it's gonna cut his head off, and the guy can't move, of course, and Johnny. Is cleaning out his fridge, and he's handing him different foods to try <laughs> to find out if they're <laughs> if they're bad or not, so he can throw them out. And one of these particular panels is just stuck with me forever. And like, okay, so I love it. <laughs> there's, is this milk still good? How cr this lettuce? How crisp? How crisp? God damn it! These fudge pops, freezer burn, freezer burn. And then there's <laughs> eat the fucking weenie. Is it that? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking it was either the weenie, it was either the weenie or the milk, because that's quite a good panel. It is a very good panel, and I love how suspicious he looks, and he's holding a knife. This milk's still good. But it's just the way he's just so enraged, and he's got his fist held up in anger, and he's like, just, Eat the fucking yeah. weenie! He's just so intense right there. And his shirt says, I am nice, and it has a smiley face on it. And this one's interesting because Johnny actually lets this guy go. He didn't he does. need he doesn't need his blood or anything. He just needed to clean out his fridge. And yes. How crisp is it? God damn it. Phew. It's fine. Which like all the food is fine. Phew, thanks. I haven't cleaned my fridge out in a while and well, you know. He's got a milk mustache. It's cute. And then he just and it says milk is good and then he just lets the guy go. This is very charming. I love this. This is one of my favorite single-page strips. It's so... I fucking love it. <laughs> but yes, just the intensity of his gaze and, like, how <laughs> his fists up in the air is just like, yeah. Eat the fucking weenie! <laughs> and the guy is just, like, he's just confused and has his weenie sticking out of his mouth. And, <laughs> and he's like, tastes okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's very good. Um, I thought it would either be, okay, so yeah, the milk one, the weenie one, or him just letting the guy go because it's so cute how... And how confused how, the guy how confused looks. the guy looks and how just, like, benign Johnny looks, like, holding the door open and waving by. It's very funny. It also, like, <laughs> plays to, like, how, like, fucking cocky Johnny's getting because he's like, I can let this guy go. He's never gonna, like, I'm never gonna get caught. <laughs> yeah. I can let this guy go. Bye. <laughs> and the guy's like... <laughs> this is very good. But yes, eat the fucking weenie. <laughs> I just love his face. Is there any good shit in the uh, hidden in the um, margins? Gut wrenching. Wait, wait. This is that what that says? 
I don't know, shit's going upside down and right side up. No more... My own grave. Fun for... Yeah, nothing good, so pretty, and then the word sick, I think. Fun for... Oh god, I can't even read this. Yep. Uh, okay, I give up. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those ones where we're... We're going to be trying to, to, to yeah. define for a while. We're going to try to crack it for a while. <laughs> Brief commentary on the Noodle Boy strip, yes. which is right next to it, is Jonan found a way to splice some porn into it. Do you see it? The, oh, the, the the doggy? Yeah, the two, the two dogs humping. <laughs> this panel's going by so fast, you won't even see it. Whoosh. I did like how happy that the, 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 the top dog <laughs> looks. <laughs> But the do- the bottom dog doesn't look like he's feeling very much. He's like, eh. <laughs> I I just I hope it was funny. I hope it was consensual. I mean, it looks like it was consensual. It's just like maybe the bottom dog's just not noticing or enjoying. It it looks like two potatoes fucking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's oh cool. this this one I actually kind of laughed at. It's just so fucked up. Like, oh, the, the it, Noodle Boy eulogy? He's at a he's at a fucking funeral. This lady's crying because her husband died. And by the end, like, she, he has them convinced that he's come back from the dead. And, like, she unburies her dead husband. He's like, okay, okay, see, we got him, now what? And then, we got him out of the grave, now what? And the Noodle Boy's like, fuck it, nothing, he's dead. <laughs> and then everyone's freaking out. And then he goes to another cemetery and does the same exact thing. Oh yeah, but this was surprisingly coherent for a Noodle Boy strip. Actually, it's like a whole story, huh? Interesting. <laughs> oh my God! Wait, this man is not dead. Stop! Oh, the horror! The funky horror! <laughs> the funky horror. Stricken with a ma- malady that mimics death. Holy pig shit, Batman! <laughs> I couldn't read it. Oh, speaking of Batman, can I change the subject briefly for an aside? Yes. Um. Do you know who's going to play the new, new Batman? Oh, wait, wait, I do have know this. this. Yes, I have heard this, but, um... Oh my god, who the fuck was it again? Uh, remind me. Um... Oh, oh, it's, um, it's, um, fucking, uh, Twilight. Yes! Yes! It's Twilight! It's Twilight Rob Sparkle. Something. No, Robert Pattinson, yeah, oh. is going to be Batman. How do you oh. feel about that? Well, I liked him in, like, Water for Elephants. Oh, I never saw that. Oh, that was a good movie. All right. I liked him in movies that weren't Twilight. I liked him in Harry Potter. I liked him in Water for Elephants. I liked him... I'm sure he's been in something else that I liked him in. But as long as it's not Twilight... And even in Twilight, he wasn't the most... He was the least annoying character, at least. You know? (laughs) I don't know. I haven't watched the whole thing. Okay, I did watch Twilight once. Oh, okay. Uh, But, you know, I'm also the girl that... You know, I have admitted to watching Riverdale. I didn't watch the other Twilight movies because I'm like, that's fucking enough for me. That's so stupid. These twi- these vampires don't have fangs. They can be in the sun. They sparkle in the sun. What the fuck is that shit? And oh my god, that chick. What's her name? Like, Miss Can't... Kirsten Stewart? Yeah. Kirsten Stewart? I think it's Kirsten. Does know. she ever close her damn mouth? <laughs> no! She's just always walking around with her mouth agape like... <gasps> Oh my god, I know what you are. That's funny. You're a vampire. Oh, and I know what you are. You're a werewolf, but I don't care, because you don't sparkle in the sunlight. 
Okay, so you'll give you'll give him a chance as Batman. That's good to know. Yeah, I'll give him a chance as Batman. I mean, it'll be interesting. I think he'll look good in the cowl. He'll be like the Val Kilmer of this generation of Batman. <laughs> that was so bad. I know, but damn, Val Kilmer really filled out that cowl nicely. Mm, give me Doc Holliday any day. Ellipse. Oh my gosh. Anyway, yes. there's one last page we gotta talk about. The beautiful page. Oh my gosh. I have quoted this so many times. Really? Yes. Like I, I know better than to simply assume a complete justification for my actions, but what a week. What a great fucking week. No, just the just the but a week. What a great fucking week. Oh, I use okay. it. It's like, you know what? There's been a lot of confusing shit going on, but what a week. What a great fucking week. Really? I didn't know. Yeah. You know I love that there's a UFO in the sky. That's... <gasps> it must be Tuesday. Yeah, no, yeah. He must have... Um... Oh, I never noticed maybe he's before. Maybe he's burying the pedo. <laughs> maybe he's burying the, burying the gross Gumby shirt wearing dude. That's, that's funny that you're assuming he's burying somebody. Maybe he's digging somebody up. Why? Why not? Because he's not... Ed Gein, he's Johnny. He doesn't oh, want. True. He doesn't want to keep corpses. Jars of parts. His jar of parts. <laughs> I don't think he would bury someone and dig them up and then put the parts in the jar. I think he would chop someone up, put parts in a jar, and then bury them or dispose of them in some other way. I don't know. Who do you think you are, collecting your jar of parts? What the fuck? And tearing love apart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if I played you that song, you'd be like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> But yeah, I love this panel. I love the shading. I love that he's wearing like a striped shirt underneath his torn shirt. It's almost kind of Sin City-ish, the way his eyes are all like yes. white against the black. Oh my so god, I... yes, especially like in the first book when like, um, there was that silent cannibal character mm -hmm. that was killing all the prostitutes, and yeah. that's how they showed his glasses was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they yep, haven't so... did that in the movie. Ugh. Thus concludes our discussion of book three. Um, yes. So, thank you for hanging with us. This was a long one. Maybe it'll be two parts, we don't know. Who knows? Um, you'll see, and you'll hear. So, thank you for listening and enjoying it with us. Um, sorry well, I got opinion-y, but I'm not that sorry, not really. Because, I mean, we're here to discuss the book, warts and all. No, and exactly. And that was a wart, and it's part of the all. And I think that one thing that we're discovering while we're, um... While we're going through this, like going through Johnny the Homicidal Maniac again, it's like, it's kind of like what I was saying in the beginning, how I think a lot of these things are still relevant, even though this was like fucking 14 years ago. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, um... And in other yeah. ways, it's like, you can tell, it's like, oh, this is so 90s, this is so dated, you know, they're using words that we don't say anymore, they're... <laughs> The, the fashion, for sure. I wish people oh, still yeah, dress this way. Oh my god. You want to bring back bill bottoms? No, but like... <laughs> They're already back in like legging form. It looks atrocious. No, but can we bring back like the, the gutter goth look? I don't mind it. You want... You want this... You want crust goths everywhere? Is that no, what you want? No! You can be... You can layer your tattered clothes <laughs> without the stank. You can. You can like wear your like ripped like, I mean, I, I mean, I, I've always been a fan of that look. Think about it. My ripped up booty shorts, 
my little t-shirts, my tank top underneath, my leggings with the, the socks over it. I just Right, but you say gutter goth, and I imagine someone who looks like garbage. Well, I don't know what else to say. I don't know how else to say it. Like, You just mean like how Johnny dresses, how it's a little tattered around the edges, but it's kind of nicely arranged. Yes. There's contrast and shit. Yes, and vests. 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 Love a vest. Band shirts. Shaved heads. You know, all the things that I like. That, you know, make me, like, the weird one in this little town I live in now. You know what's <laughs> interesting is I think Joni Vasquez created a whole aesthetic. Yes, I a agree. A whole, very, even once with Zim and everything, a palette of colors that's associated with him, a very particular Oh my style. gosh, that's a really good point. Yeah. You're right, because it wasn't until I read this that I started wearing, like, I wanted tall boots, I wanted 20 yeah. eyes. And I wanted to wear them over my jeans, yeah. and then like wear like a striped shirt, and then have a tape, and then have a shirt over the striped shirt. Yeah, he did create a whole aesthetic, yep. at least for me. Like, yeah, no, it's totally a thing, um, and I think other people latched onto it too, and so it became kind of embedded within our like '90s goth style. Oh, <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> yep. Ugh. But yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for getting going through this book with us. It's it's been fun revisiting. It'll be interesting to see what else we remember, what else comes up. I think we still have like that was only number three, so mm -hmm. there's like three or four more? Something like that. Some number. There's seven or eight parts, right? Yeah, something like that. So <laughs> So there's more. There's definitely more. Yay! Yeah.